Today we're talking to Sly King about maximizing digital content in this new normal. Are you ready? Because it's time. Holy nuclear time bombs! Holy overeating! Holy roller coasters! It's time! It's time! It's time for the Lion Sidekick Podcast! <laughs> Hello heroes, my name is Tom Pounder and this is the YM Sidekick Podcast. This is the podcast where ministry leaders learn digital and online tips and tools to help us expand our reach and reach more people for Christ in this very digital world you know digital meaning physical and digital this combination world that we're living in today and i'm really excited because i have sly king on the podcast he's been on the podcast numerous times and i love talking to him because he is just this tremendous resource for online and digital content and today sly and i talk about how you can maximize your digital content maximize digital in general for this new normal that we're living in now Let's just be honest. Every day that we're living right now is a new normal. So it's constantly changing, constantly adapting. And so how can you maximize your digital experiences and content for the people today? That's what we're talking about today, and I'm really excited about it. So without any further ado, let's get in the conversation right now and talking to Sly King. All right. With me right now is Sly King. Sly, how are you, man? Tom, I am surviving. I, <laughs> I'm doing well. I, I told you, you know, this is this is like kind of one of those things where I've always enjoyed the movie Groundhog Day, right? Okay. <laughs> always enjoyed the movie. Yeah. One of my favorites. I have it in rotation. I like to watch it. But I'm living that. Yeah. And I was not planning on living the movie that I'm watching. Um, I, I'm, other than that, you know, I'm doing well. I'm just waiting on whoever is directing this movie that we are all living in to cut the scene. Like, I, I don't want to watch a replay of this. I don't want a sequel. I don't care what happens after the credits. <laughs> this movie can end, okay? <laughs> yeah, it can end, man. I'm telling you, brother. It is. Uh, it, we're all living this Groundhog Day. And, you know, it's, it's like for us in Virginia, where I'm at, it's like we move two steps forward and then we move back. And then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we move one step forward, two steps back. It, I mean, we're just not like, we're, we're not getting there fast enough for me. <laughs> no, no, we're not. We're not. And, and that's the challenge. You know, I, I think people have taken the adage of let the best immune system win yeah. and we're going to push forward. I, I, I don't see, you know, until there's some method of treatment, Um, that's the only route we have because pulling back on anything, honestly, it's too far gone to really, to really kind of control it, if you will, at this, at this stage and factor, it's just, you know, the, where we are. So other than that, I am well and and grateful, um, to, uh, to be here and, and to get a chance to talk with you again, I always enjoy the opportunity to be with you. So I greatly appreciate it. Well, Sly, I always like having you on the podcast and you've been on my podcast many times. And so uh, and people are probably familiar with you, but just in case someone's listening and they don't know who you are, give a quick little bio about who you are and where you're from. Sure. Well, I am Sly King and I am from Birmingham, Alabama. I am a part of the Worship Center Christian Church. I am the social media coordinator, online campus pastor, and all the other titles that go along with that, right? You know, if you work in ministry, you want more come on lately too, right? Yeah. 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 I, I have. I have. So, you know, and outside of, you know, that, you know, my, as I say, my Bruce Wayne and Batman persona, I, I do work in radio, been doing that for 15 years and 
um, as well. And so I have some other things I'm working on. So it's, 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 it's in the spite of all of that, I've been blessed. And to say I've slowed down is not the case. Uh, it is, it is increased and, and which, which is okay. You know, I'm grateful for that. So that's what I do. And I've been doing that and been in this whole social media world uh, for almost 10 years now, actually. And so I enjoy everything that I do and, and grateful to get a chance to make a difference and impact uh, the lives of people. Yeah, I've, I've talked about it. Again, you've been doing the social media online pastor stuff for longer than I have. But uh, I've always told people well, in the past few months, I'm like, this is what we've been preparing for. You know, this like massive online influx. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, so it's been kind of cool, but it's also been overwhelming, too. Sure, sure, sure. I, and you know, the interesting thing is, Tom, I've talked to so many people who um, have have had to cross this water of going into the online space and trying to navigate through the ins and outs and the flows of how it works. And, you know, many people who are, you know, challenged to really find a way to keep things balanced and, and they're not used to doing this. And for those of us, you know, who have been fortunate enough to be doing this for a while and been in this space, it's not really new. It just shifts a lot of the focus that everything is all digital and virtual. Like yeah. everything you do, whatever it is that you are doing, you have to find a way to digitally communicate that and express that through those channels you have. And so that's the part that, you know, you're having to adjust. You don't typically do everything that way. But now all the stuff you're communicating, all the things you're wanting to do have a digital approach. And so you're trying to make sure that everybody that's a part of your team understands that it has to be something that can be executed and it's something that's sustainable. And I think that's the big thing that you have to keep in mind is what can you do? What is it that you do that is sustainable that you can execute? Because it is. It can be overwhelming if you're stepping into this and you're taking this over and you guys have never done online and it's like okay what do i do how can i do this you have to find a way to do something that is sustainable that you can actually continue to do well i'm actually really glad you said that because what i've been talking as we've been going probably just like your church everybody's a digital minister now an online minister you know, in a lot of ways. And so what I was always sharing with this, the uh, staffers, you know, the different ministers at our church is, you know, yes, you want to do this, 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 but you have to think about sustainability. You, mm -hmm. you know, what's yep. going to, what's going to, are you going to be able to do long-term without burning yourself out and without burning other people out with that content fatigue, you can give people content fatigue and they'll just, they'll just kind of blur you out at one point if you keep on doing it. So I think sustainability is so key. Yep. Yep. And you said something too, Tom, that it was a conversation that came up recently for us. And that was um, the, the, you know, the virtual fatigue uh, that you can deal with. And it's a balance between, yeah, we want to get things out. Yeah. We want to communicate this. Yeah. We want to make sure we're showing all the things that's happening and all the things we want to make sure that we are staying active in this space. But there is a balance between that and virtual fatigue that many people are going through. You know, you've had conversations, I've seen it, I've been a part of groups, and people that do what we do are tired. Um, they're tired mentally, they're tired because of everything that's happening. And quite frankly, it's been a challenge because you understand what's in front of you, you understand what you've got to get done, but at the same time, it's so many things that are taking place, and God forbid if you're new, because then you have everybody overwhelming you with everything, and it's like, okay, we got to do this, we got to do that, this has to be done, and how can we do this, and how can we do that, and it's like, Find a way 
to look at what you do and say, okay, here's what we can do and we can do this well. Now let's figure out how we can execute it and create a way that we can live in this space and do what we do. Because the real reality is the new norm is what we are dealing with. I don't, I don't see the change, you know, happening uh, where we're back in this normal, if you will, or what we used to do. And it's funny, I've said, now we have a new BC, you know, uh, we had before Christ, now we have before COVID, right? <laughs> so it's like, so there's a new BC. So uh, BC prior to COVID, I don't see us going back to that yeah. anytime soon. I, I really don't. I don't, I don't see that. We're not in that mode of going back in that space. Um, and, and so many others, you know, have made conversations about not doing that right now. So now it's the balance of keeping things moving but yet also not understanding if you're not able to understand that there can be virtual fatigue. Yeah. Well, man, this is great because we're going to talk about maximizing uh, digital in this new normal, because I agree with you 100%. And, and what I've been very excited about with our, our church leadership, and I don't know what it's like for your church at the moment, but you know, we're at, we're, we're bringing people in person, but there's not a lot of people. We probably have maxed out at 70 people per service in person but then majority are still online but they they're anticipating we're not going to be really fully back into any side of a lot of people back into service in person well into 2021 so Mm -hmm. this is our new normal right now where you're balancing in person and online but you got to be thinking online so how do you maximize your digital experiences to not overwhelm people with content fatigue but still maximize it yeah, and I think that that's the balance you have to create. We all know that we're going to do our services on Sundays. That is a norm, right? That's that's the new norm that we know is going to happen. Sunday service is going to happen. The question is, how are you managing the stuff you're trying to create outside of just Sunday? And how are you trying to create those things? And I think where you have to figure this out is, what are people needing right now? And I think that that's where we are in a conversation, and, and we're actually getting ready to Uh, begin picking back up our midweek service. But these midweek services are going to be different in the sense that, sure, listen, there's nothing wrong with the word. There's nothing wrong with hearing the word of God. That is so important and so key. But there are people who honestly need palatable information. There are people who need to hear what maybe the experts are saying. They need to hear things that are helping them how to cope with their finances, how to deal with things that they're going through struggling at home. Marriages are going through a lot because, quite honestly, a lot of people have not spent this much time with their spouse or, the, you know, or this, it's the truth. And so you're now going through the balance of, you know, all the things you're having to go through as it relates to your relationships. And all of these things are things that people are dealing with and they're struggling. The financial piece is a big issue. You know, that is an area that many people are trying to figure out how do they make the right moves? What do they got to do in this area? Their kids, you know, how are you managing stuff with balancing your children, you know? It's honestly for me, it's not going to it's going to be the same song and dance as it was prior to when we initially started with COVID as far as kids being at home, because I know ours are going to be at home, at least for this first, especially the, the youngest, until we feel comfortable, because quite honestly, that's where we currently are. So then you have that that you have to deal with where you're the parent. And you're doing school, you're the principal, you're the lunch person, you're doing all these things, and you're maintaining a job. So there are people who are struggling with these things. So now it's like, okay, 
yeah, we want to have services. We want to do that. But can you have conversations that can give people something that they can take away with them? And you add the word to that too. But at the same time, let's have a conversation to speak to what you're going through. And I think that changes a little bit of some of those things to stay active, to stay relevant, to provide things in that digital space that won't so much so be the same monotonous thing, but it'll be a thing where, okay, they're providing me something that I know I need because all you have to do is look on social media and you see the conversations. And I think the mistake we make, and we've done it a lot in the church is we spend a lot of time getting away from, you know, the things that people are really dealing with because we're like, okay, no, we want to serve you this. This is what you need. We know this is what, but the truth is no, their, their need is something a little bit different. And I think that's what we have to look at. Well, I agree with you 100% because right now, uh, again, I don't know what it's like in your area and you can share, but right now our, um, our school districts have gone 100% digital, digital for the start of the new school year. And then they'll reevaluate after the first quarter for a semester. So mm-hmm. now you have parents who are struggling. Okay, I need to work. And just like you, I'm, now I'm the lunch lady. I'm the <laughs> yep. principal. I'm the teacher. How do I work and do this? And then, uh, and so you got some stress there. And then you've got uh, other stresses of financial stuff because, hey, how if you send somebody to uh, like a daycare place where they'll take care of that stuff for you, that's a financial commitment. And so Absolutely. I like what you're talking about here where you're really, and it goes back to the whole YouTube thing. Are you answering questions people are asking? Because on YouTube, the great thing about it is you type in, how do I do X, Y, or Z? And there's a video for it. And so I wonder if churches can do videos like this or content like that. What, what would you suggest? You were kind of hitting on it before, but do you have anything else that you would suggest with that? Yeah, I, absolutely. First and foremost, as you mentioned, you know, our, our school systems, a lot of them have come back and like, okay, we're going virtual for the first nine weeks. You know, we were given surveys. And so we, yeah. we, we've chosen to go, you know, the hybrid route or initially starting out where they are at home. Uh, for the first nine weeks and reevaluating things. And so to say all that, people have questions. And I think going back to what I was saying, it's about going through topics that you know people are dealing with. You know, when you have members who are going through things or things you think that people know are a part of what they're facing right now, you've got to address that. Bring in your financial experts, people to help them understand the importance of maybe making the right investments right now, how they need to do things to, to create opportunities for themselves and how to create things to help themselves as families as they move forward. You know, creating great opportunities to save and what you gotta do to do that or maintaining your mental balance. Um, that is a big concern, I think for me, for so many people, because your normal routine of life has been altered. Now you're having to adjust and do things this way and you're not able to get that break or that mental opportunity to decompress. So you're having all this that you're faced with that is a mental challenge and it's a big issue that many people are facing because you don't seem like you have an opportunity to get out of the rat race and you're set in the same wheel every single day. So now how do you find a way to get experts to maybe speak to that, uh, to help you understand that? I think another area to focus on is, you know, your physical health. Let's talk about how we can be better health wise, how we can take care of ourselves during this time. Why is it important to take care of our immune system? You know, we know the scripture talks about our body or, you know, is God's temple. So let's talk about what we can do now more than ever to take care of ourselves. And so giving people things that are tangible, that they can take with them, that they can help, you know, grow and also be a part of what they got to do. That is important. 
Yeah, I think you're 100% right on this. And what I was thinking as you were talking about this is that this provides an opportunity for people within your congregation to be a part of it because then like, for instance, if I wanted to do a financial series, well, I'm not the financial expert, but I have a few financial advisors that go to our church that we could totally hit up and you could do a roundtable discussion on this addressing questions or even mm-hmm. doing a Q&A uh, online that could really be helpful. So it provides ministry opportunities then for people within your congregation. Yeah, it, it, it does. And I think that that's the part that where when you talk about YouTube and why it's so a much of an attractive channel for so many people because it's the how to it's the and I think you have to also utilize this time to ask instead of just you know it, instead of forcing people to eat something you got to start asking people what is it that you would like meaning take this time to find out what your people are needing you know find out what they need you know allow yourself to have opportunities we have a lot of churches and a lot of us use text features and things like that we have social media maybe open that up as an opportunity for people to submit questions of things that they need to have talked about, find out what people need, you know, to, to have addressed. I think all of us, if you, your church has ever operated off of a teaching calendar and that's how you've scheduled and, you know, created content, that calendar has been thrown away a long time ago. Right. I I know ours has. So because of that, maybe that's an opportunity you have to go and say, okay, let's, let's take, let's go ahead and start finding out what people need. Let's find out how we can serve those individuals. Let's find out what it is that they're going through. And maybe we can address those things in this next upcoming teaching series. You know, you know, it could be called, this is about you, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. But the point is that could be a great opportunity where you're allowing that interaction, or maybe you create a place on a certain night of the week and you say, Hey, listen, this is your opportunity to interact with us, ask your questions. And, and, and feel those questions and, and make it where, where you're conversating with them and you're not just talking at them, but you're helping them to be a part of what it is that, you know, you feel they should be able to speak to so you can actually have these conversations and say, okay, hey, we want to address your questions, your concerns. I know a lot of you are going through some different challenges. We're here to talk through that. And it doesn't have to be overproduced. You know, sit down at home, maybe you and your spouse, if this is the pastor or whatever, uh, whoever and, and have these conversations and allow people to interact with you and engage those things and give people something that's a little bit different. And I think that's where we have to adjust and reevaluate our approach. You know, I think even down to, you know, we're so, we're so accustomed to service being a certain way, right? It, it, we've got to have 10 minutes of 15 minutes or 20 minutes of worship, right? We got to have that. Well, are people really watching that? And I'm not saying worship again, and I'm not saying worship is not important. I'm not saying that, but if we're looking at this and understanding what it is that people are going through and the fatigue that happens in a lot of areas, we got to adjust our way of actually doing what we do and maybe saying, maybe we need to do some things a little bit different. Uh, Because again, I think you and myself and so many others, you've seen the numbers do this online. I mean, you have, I know I have And people. I've been seeing conversations. The numbers are going down. Well, people have been watching this stuff over and over and over again. And not that it's not good, but it's like, okay, how do we change this up? Yeah. Like, what do we need to do that kind of like, whoa, that, you know, it, it's the whole adage of how do you stop the scroll, right? So what is it that you have to do to possibly create something that's going to stop people from going, okay, that's Sunday. Everybody's doing the same thing right now. Or, you know, that's the same thing we're seeing constantly. Um, and so those are things you have to start wrestling with. 
No, that's great. I mean, I, I just got so many ideas just for me. Every time I talk to you, Sly, I got so many ideas, man. But <laughs> but there's a few things that you hit on that I really love. That One is you don't have to worry about production. Right now, more than ever, people don't care about how produced it is. I, I beg to differ to say that I don't think people really care anyways. But now more than ever, I mean, I'm watching TV shows. I mean, they've gotten a little bit better now lately. But, you know, all these TV shows doing it from their homes and everything. They're not highly produced, but people are no. still watching it. If the mm-hmm. content is good, people are going to watch it. Um, and then you said something about, oh, oh, I said I thought this was that this is our opportunity as the church to almost kind of reinvent ourselves a little bit. Correct. It's correct. a way to reach our community in a positive way to really rebrand ourselves and people saying, Oh my gosh, that, that piece of content that, that they were talking about was so valuable. Where did they get that from again? Oh, from such and such church. I mean, we have an opportunity to really be a resource and a help to our community. Sure. It can be a great thing. And I agree a thousand percent. That's where we are. And I think that that's the part that we have to understand that people are not so focused on all the bells and whistles, all the stuff that you can do. That stuff is not as important. People yeah. right now are thinking, how am I going to take care of this that I got to do? Yep. Or how, would I, how do I deal with this situation? You know, I'm mentally exhausted. What do I do about that? You know, I'm going through this emotional issue and you know, the challenges of, of my marriage and things that I'm dealing with right now. And how do I deal with that? They, they're not concerned about the rest of it. And I think we don't have to overthink that, but we also have to understand. And I, and I will say this until I cannot say it anymore. We have digital platforms that give us access to create stuff 24 hours a day. Yep. So if we have that opportunity we have to understand we got to create things that are not just that are not for us. We got to create things that are for people that need them. That's why platforms like YouTube and all these things are so great because people can go find what they need for them instead of us trying to feed them what we think they need. It's like, okay, how can we super serve you and where you currently are right now? And I think that's why this approach uh, that we're taking with this whole approach to our Wednesday uh, services during August is what it is because we want things to be addressed that people are facing. You know, what are your what are your legal rights when it comes to COVID? What are the things you have that you may be entitled to or that may be affecting you with your job and so forth and so on? And getting experts to come in and lawyers and people to talk about some things that people can take away from there and say, okay, that was something that I needed because I don't know how to deal with this or I don't know what to do or I'm at home and I've got these kids and I got this stuff to do so what is it that there is out there for me to have as a resource, you know, for, for, for me as a, as a parent, you know, if you're a single parent, you know, per, how can you provide resources to these individuals to help them? And so that's where we have to take off uh, the blinders on it just being one way. And we're like, we got, a, we got a message out there. That's great. But what is it that we're providing that's giving people something else that can really help them in this process? So I think that that's what we have to look at uh, because again, the fatigue is real. Uh, the challenges with that are real. But at the same time, I think we have an opportunity to to really find out what it is that people need and how we can help service them. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Slide this is fantastic. Um, have you found one particular platform to be better than others in communicating stuff? I, I mean, I know you've been you've done a lot, but you've probably also experimented a lot over the past few months. What what have been the platforms you've been using to share this kind of stuff? 
Well, you know, I think that for, for us, you know, we, our home base has always been when it comes to broadcasting anything has been our online campus. I think that that's always been consistent. But at the same time, there are other opportunities out there when it comes to certain things that I think have have legs that work. And I think that you just have to kind of test them out and see. I think, you know, the digital platforms, you know, from whether it's on Facebook or whether it's on YouTube, I think all of those have so many different opportunities where they've been unique. And I think for us, it's it, to me, it's just been consistently where our, and looking at attendance and, and engagement, our online campus has been the highest end of level of engagement there. Uh, because it's just been a place that people can consistently go to. And I think that that's where I've seen the the majority of that happen. Um, and I've been messing around with some other things too, just to kind of see, uh, and again, from a scheduling perspective and finding ways to um, create the stuff that we want to create, but also have it where it works smarter for you, not harder and create ways because when so much is on your shoulders to to produce or put out there, you got to find a way to do it. And so it's like, okay, yeah, you want to do this virtually, but let's find a way to do it where everybody that's involved is not having to be right there at that moment doing it, or there's a way to do it where we can actually set ourselves up for greater success. And, and so those are things that I think have been great uh, to just kind of mess around with and see, but I haven't really dug too deep into some of the other ones that, you know, some people have messed with. I mean, I still think that YouTube is important. I think it's great. Um, I think it's a great platform, but I'm still trying to push others uh, that are a part of our team to really start doing more of what we're going to be doing on Wednesdays and creating more of that. I think, you know, right now I've been pushing, you know, our youth uh, leaders to be more engaged out there on social media. I'm like, kids are out there. They're on Facebook. They're on TikTok. They're on these platforms. Okay. So you want to build your ministry. People say, okay, well, where's the secret to building and growing your ministry? How do you do that? Well, it, it really starts a lot of places with your young people because many parents are looking for things for their kids to do. Many parents are looking for things for their kids to be involved in content and so forth and so on. So if you can get your kids and they're meaning their kids engaged into your youth or your young people uh, that they have things that are out there for them and you create things for them. Now you've got content that they can attach to and you have something for parents to say, Hey parents, listen, we got something coming up uh, for your kids today. It's going to be great for them to watch. And, and that way you build that. So as we move forward, you know, and prayerfully we can get back to coming and being all at service. You've already built, you know, a great audience, in those spaces that you would eventually have them coming from online to offline coming to your physical building. So those are opportunities that are there. You have to, you have to take the uh, blinders off and the limitations off and say, okay, let's get out of the box and think about some of the things that we can do a little bit different. Yeah. See, that's awesome. I, you know, I, I've shared this story a few different times with different people, but you know, uh, I've always, uh, because I serve as the online guy, also the student minister here, as mm -hmm. a lot of online guys are multiple positions and everything. But um, the uh, I always wanted to jump into YouTube, and I, but I could never do it because the demands on my job was so much. And I was right. like, I could never do that. Well, when COVID first hit, I was like, we're going YouTube. We're going to do it because we've got time now to figure it out. We have to figure it out. And so we, we started our YouTube stuff and I've loved messing around with the different elements of YouTube, but then I started getting on the TikTok. I was like, well, right. that's, that's where kids are hanging out with. I got four kids of my own. They're all on TikTok. You know? Yeah. I mean that, that, listen, that, that platform is, is bananas because it has, I mean, it, it's, 
it's interesting because it, to me, it's a hybrid of so many different things. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I don't find it to be much different, to be quite honest. I don't find it to be much different than what you could find on Instagram. Sure. It, you know, in the sense of from what content is, it's just adding some other bells and whistles to what you can do in those platforms. And now it has a new face, new design to it all. And it's new. Anything new like that takes off and people gravitate to it. But that's where they are. They're on there. They're watching. And so you got to find out, okay, how can I get engaged in some of these spaces Mm -hmm. to reach those people? And you got to understand too, your demographics in there are different. And and you cannot assume if you, your, if your demographics of your ministry is, you know, you know, average late thirties, fifties, or, you know, 35 to 55, you might not, that might not be your area of focus. But if you are trying to get on the, you know, reach the younger end of your audience and engage them, and especially the young people, because we all know if the parents find out the kids are engaged into something that they really like, then they'll say, you know what, they love this. So yeah. I got to get them there. Um, and I think that that's something we have to begin to think through. So yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's an adjustment, but it also, I think for all of us, this is a great opportunity for us to not be so focused on what it is that we, we feel like we have to do um, and be more focused on what it is, what is it that we need to do for the people that we're trying to serve. And then that's the part that really is the game changer because now it's not so much so a force feeding, but it's more so of saying, okay, what is it that they need? What is it that we can provide them that's going to be a service to them in the space that they currently are right now? And again, you're not going to please everybody, but I'm almost certain there's a lot of people who are dealing with a lot of things. Cause like I said, we had to change the entire teaching calendar of what teaching series that were going to come up. It was no point in talking about something, you know, I mean, not that relationships are not important, but I'm just throwing that out as an example. If we're dealing with stuff that's challenging uh, the injustice in our country, uh, the challenges that we're facing with so many other things that are going on economically, you got to begin to shift that and say, okay, we got to dig here. Yeah. I agree because if you don't, if you don't hit the elephant in the room, then you, you know, people are going to think you're tone deaf. And then yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to be like, why am I going to go to this church? I mean, we're, there's issues going and, and COVID isn't like you just referred to it. I mean, COVID's not the only thing that's hit us the last four months. No, so no, it's not. And, and that's the thing about it. You can't be tone deaf. You have to be sensitive to, all of the things that are happening and you also had to be able to navigate through that and, and, and really and truly be what we should be. You know, we, we've got to be the voice that God has called us to be. And, and that's the church. And, and I say this all the time, or, you know, during our pre-service on Sunday, you know, people say, ah, oh, the church is shut down. No, the church hasn't shut down. Yeah. Church is never closed. We're not physically meeting, but you and me, we are the church. And the greatest opportunity for us to be an example of what the church looks like is how we are towards each other and how we handle things and for people to see that. And so if we're the church, we've gotten all this word for so many years and all this great stuff, but the real true measure of showing who you are and your relationship with Christ is how you are with people and, and how you love people and how you treat people. So I challenge people to say, you know, listen, yeah, we're not meeting physically, but you are the church. Your encounter with one person could very well be the only closest opportunity they have to come close to any encounter with Christ. So what is that going to look like? Are you going to represent him well, or you're not going to represent him well? And so 
these are things we have to wrestle with and we can't be tone deaf as a church. We can't be last to talk about certain things. These conversations are not comfortable and they're not meant to be comfortable, but at the same time, they're necessary and they're important. And I think that that's how you stay relevant. You stay active in this digital thing that we are all in and you have to find ways to, to, bring in the experts and bring in people to have these discussions because people have questions and guess what? They're talking about it anyway. <laughs> They're talking about it anyway, you know? And so where do we sit in that space? Are we going to sit back and not say anything? Are we going to stand up and say, you know what, here's what we need to say. Here's what we need to do. Here's how we need to approach this and, and let, let's go forth and make sure that we're bringing the best opportunity to be as Christ-like as possible in a situation because we are called to be the light in the dark space. Yeah. And this is the greatest time that we can do that. But if you're sitting back and you're scared to turn your light on, well, guess what? You're missing the opportunity. This is the greatest moment for the church. You know, we are in the greatest moment for the church. This digital space is the greatest opportunity for those who have been in it for a long time for us to be who we are supposed to be. Sly, you are awesome, man. I mean, this is uh, fantastic. This is very encouraging. And I know it's an encouraging others who are listening right now. Um, this is fantastic. So thank you for all your words of wisdom here. Um, it is a huge opportunity right now, and we've got to look to see how we can maximize this stuff without, while also being thinking sustainability here. So yep, I, absolutely. So I think you're 100% right on. Well, Sly, okay, so if people want to get, get in touch with you, um, you're a great resource. I know you're on Twitter all the time. Uh, and they can actually follow you on the radio station too. You just, yeah, you they can. They can there too. Yeah, man, they can. So they can. Yeah, so easily. I think the best thing to do is you know follow me initially on social media. Uh, I have all of the stuff that gives you access to how to find me on the other things that I do when it comes to the, you know the radio station that sort of thing. But on Twitter, it's at I am Sly King. The same for Instagram, it's at I am Sly King. I love for you to reach out to me. I've had so many people over the time and, you know, getting a chance to be with you, Tom, is a blessing and an opportunity uh, that I really don't take for granted. And so people have reached out and contacted me sometimes. And, you know, um, I've had somebody contact me all the way from Australia that <laughs> has hurt, literally, I, I, I kid you not. And the hardest part about that conversation or setting that up was, oh, that's a different, you're, that's, that's 3 a.m. For, for you. Okay, so that's not going to work. <laughs> so uh, that, I'm like, yeah, so we can do it at 10 o'clock, you know, my, no. well, that's actually 3 a, uh, oh, okay, never mind. Like, so, <laughs> but it was great because it was around church and yeah. it was dealing with COVID and some things like that. So I say all that to say, you know, if you want to reach out to me, let's do that. Um, I feel like as it, individuals who are believers and during this time, we have to help and do what we're called to do. And I may not have all the answers because I really don't, but when we have conversations, it may spark you to think about things. It may spark me to think about things, you know, and have these dialogues that really can be beneficial uh, to ultimately help with what we're trying to do. Yeah. So yeah, hit me up, get at me. I love to be able to contact you. Uh, you can always email me too, if you want to do that. If you're not doing the social media thing for whatever reason, uh, you just want to email me. That's better. That's fine. That works. You can email me S King at the worship center cc.org okay you can email me there i'd love to be able to chat with you there too so i don't mind that at all dude that's awesome i mean and i will say this to anybody listening it, sly is 100 sincere i reached out to him on twitter and he this is how our conversation started so i mean yeah yeah uh, literally fantastic okay parting question for you as we leave will we have 
pro or college football this year? <laughs> Man, listen, I've been listening to that stuff so much. I'm actually getting ready. I'm actually going to drop a, uh, a new podcast about uh, my thoughts on, on all of that. Uh, it was weird. Last night I watched a baseball game, a little bit of it, and they had the makeshift people, yeah. like the cardboard people, and yeah. the audience, it was like, wait a minute. It's like, I mean, I'm like, this is, this is strange. <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, I got to tell you, I, in all transparency, um, I believe that some form of college football and professional football will be played. Uh, will it be a full season? I, at this moment, I don't know, but I do know something will be, will be played. I think, honestly, there is, and I hate to say it this way, but there's too much money I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, it, it's too much money, and, and that's the real reality of it. Um, there are Especially too many college. TV, yeah, there's too many TV deals. There's too much money with sponsorships and endorsements with organizations and things for them not to play anything. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that we're going to have to. We're going and I, and I, I will say this too. I think 2021, all bets are off. Regard and I and I hate to be this way, but yeah. I'm just telling you where I believe that the mindset is. They're going to try to get through 2020, limp through 2020, um, and, and at least play some form of football. Yeah. But in 2021, I believe all bets are off. Regardless of what's happening, uh, they're probably going to go full steam ahead and, and play full seasons. But I know for us here, uh, the Alabama High School Athletic Association, they're going forth with a full high school football season. Um, yeah, yeah, they're going forth with a full season. Uh, my, my nephew, who plays in Georgia, um, they actually are going with a full season. Um, they have had, you know, meetings and stuff. My sister was just telling me yesterday. Uh, so they are planning on going through with a full season uh, at this point too. They're not doing like, I know a lot of youth sports are not really doing yeah. anything, but they're going through with a full season. So I think we'll get through it. It's going to be, it's going to be challenging, but I think that there's way too much money at stake um, yeah. to not play. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I'm a big Penn State guy, and so Penn State was supposed to have a pretty good team, so I'm kind of bummed about that. Um, but I'm, I'm hopeful they'll play something, whether it's six games, seven games, eight games, just something to, to get us. It's just like baseball being back right now. It's nice yeah. to see it, and I'm glad that it's on. But I, I was shocked about your the high school stuff because Virginia canceled all fall sports. But, yeah, and that's, that's interesting because, it, you know, I wasn't sure what they were going to do, but – Here's another area that, you know, and I think this is the part of the economics of it all. And, and that's, that's where this thing goes all the way in this balance. The economics of it all are the, you got to think about all the people who work at the games, who, who are the people who are paid to do the stuff that they do that are the people you really don't think a whole lot about that are tied to all of these sports yeah. that do this stuff and them not having any, this not happening, that, that's, that's a whole nother economic issue because now they're not working in the fall. So, you know, I think that that's the, the, the issue with that. But I know some schools and some things have canceled, you know, their fall sports um, a lot. And I've noticed it, too, from in a lot of cases, too, a lot of the smaller schools have done that, uh, which I believe is going to be, you know, it, and unfortunately, maybe hard for them to recover from because that's that's a huge boost to their economics, too. So, you know, it, it's going to be it's going to be challenging, to say the least. But I think being able to get something in. Uh, regardless of what you're a fan of, I think whatever game kicks off and whenever they decide to start the season, whether it's, you know, on Labor Day weekend or whatever they decide to start it off with, people are going to be absolutely glued to watching something. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that for a fact. It, it, it's, it's inevitable. But 
one thing for certain, it's going to be something we have to wait and see how that plays out. I'm sure we'll find out in the next week or so. Well, I'm sure we will. And listen, <laughs> I know I could talk to you probably this for hours, but I don't think people listening to this podcast want to hear us talking about this. <laughs> we could, we, listen, we could do that. No problem at all. Because it, it, I always enjoy talking with you. I, I learn a lot. Um, I think through a lot when I talk with you and it helps me. And so I'm grateful. Uh, but yeah, trust me when I tell you, you know, Tom is an amazing individual and a great person that I've had a chance to connect with. And so I'm honored uh, that he calls me or reaches out and says, hey, would you like to be on? I'm like, absolutely. No question. Let's just find a way to make it work. You're, you're the man, Sly. You are the man. So thank you for joining me today, man. No problem. Thank you, Tom. All right. So there you have it. My conversation with Sly. We've got a lot of digital and then a little bit of college and pro football stuff in there, which, again, at the time when we recorded this, uh, you know, the Big Ten and Pac-12 had not canceled their seasons as of yet. But I still think there's, you know, he's right on. There's going to be some form of something going on. I think pro football more likely than college football, but yeah, we'll have to see. So we talked about a lot. There was a lot of discussion going on there. What stood out to you in this interview uh, today? Sly is a fantastic resource. He's a great man, very humble as well. Uh, so I'd love to hear your comments on the interview and what stood out to you. Definitely go to Twitter at TA Pounder, and you can also include Sly King on that as well. I've got all his contact in the show notes below, so uh, you can definitely click on on those. So I'd love to hear your thoughts, and let's continue this conversation online because this new normal, as I said earlier, is changing every single day. Every day we get a different new normal and so what does that look like and how can we help people and minister to people uh, through digital experiences and digital content? I would love to hear your thoughts on this uh, as we continue. All right, heroes. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of the YM Sidekick podcast. As always, go to Spotify or iTunes and subscribe to it. Or you could just simply go to ymsidekick.com. I've got all the podcasts, the blogs, the vlogs, the ebooks there. I've got information about Digital Bootcamp where all ministers from all backgrounds can learn digital uh, tools every single day and how to minister to people in this new digital world that we're living in. Uh, So you can get all that at ymsidekick.com. Definitely uh, go there uh, today. All right, heroes. Well, I hope you have a great rest of the day, a great rest of the week. And until next time, have a great one.